You're listening to the Proteus Leader Show with Erica Anderson, where you'll get practical tools and insights for leading and managing and staying ready for the future. Erica is the founding partner of Proteus, a firm that focuses uniquely on leader readiness. A nationally known executive coach and best-selling author, you may already know her as one of the most popular leadership bloggers on Forbes.com. Ready for something you can use today? Here's Erica. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Proteus Leader Show. My guest today is Laird McLean, my partner at Proteus and the head of our change practice. Laird partners with organizations to catalyze positive change using tools, insights, and approaches he's developed over decades. I've seen how Laird's ability to listen deeply and build trust while distilling complex situations down to a few key challenges makes him a hugely valuable partner, both within Proteus and with his clients. So, hey, Laird, welcome to the show. Erica, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm so glad to have you here. But as we're focusing on our change practice more than ever, because the need is so great among all of our clients, and also because our Change from the Inside Out book is coming out soon, I thought this would be a great time to get your sense of why it's so important for leaders to be what we call change capable, that is good at moving through change and at helping their people move through change. So you up for having me pick your brain about that? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Eric. It's uh, change is ever ever present. And so um, looking forward to having the conversation today. Okay, great. So let's just dive in. So based on your experience in this era we're in of, as you say, nonstop change, what are the biggest benefits to leaders of being able to move through change well? Well, I think I'll focus on two things. Um, The first one is I always talk to leaders about that the value of change isn't realized until it's adopted. Um, When leaders are planning change, they they talk about the when we're going to announce it, how we're going to announce it, um, train our employees, and then we're done. And employees will automatically (laughs) adopt the change and, you know, we're on to the next thing. Um, It's really important to have a plan post announcement and implementation of the change to ensure that the change actually gets adopted. Um, and you can yeah. do that through things like measurement and reinforcement, uh, et cetera. And we can put a plan in place to do so. So that's the first thing is, you know, making sure that you are diligent about follow through and making sure the change is adopted. How, how can they, this is sort of think of this as question 1B, how, what are the benefits when leaders are good at helping people go through their own psychological changes they have to go through in order to make change? Yeah. Um, you know, we often talk about the change curve uh, and, yeah. and making sure that people um, have the opportunity to process what the change is about. Um, get a vision for how it's going to look in the future. And sometimes what happens is leaders um, have been talking about it for so long, uh, they forget the fact that employees are maybe hearing it for the first time and also need the same same uh, time to process the change and go through their own um, you know, endings as we talk about in terms of kind of leaving the past behind, understanding yeah. the new way of doing things. Um, learning how to do the new things and accepting it as the new way uh, that they can be successful going forward. So when leaders can have that uh, empathy in a way and help people through that shift, through the change arc, then that's that's a huge benefit to the organization, I would think. 
Absolutely. And that kind of leads to my second piece uh, with regard to the benefit. And that is that, you know, change is often disruptive. And so if they, if leaders can become uh, good at change, they can uh, either lessen the impact that the, the the Mm. negative impact that that change has uh, by being communicative, by helping support people through the change process and, uh, and then kind of lessen the duration of that disruption. Yes. so it's important to acknowledge the disruption uh, and then help people work through it. That's great. So faster and less painful, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So then let's look at the dark side. You know, what are some of the problems that you see in organizations and, and for the leaders themselves as a result of leaders being poor at making change? Well, the first thing is you're making a change for a reason. Either it's an opportunity you're trying to capitalize upon or a problem you're trying to solve that's getting in the way of doing things uh, and, and accomplishing your goals. Yeah. And so if you're not good at, at uh, you know, moving through the change process, uh, including the adoption piece of things, then you're either going to miss the opportunity uh, or, and, and so that the investment in that change will, will be wasted yeah. or the problem will continue. You know, continue to be frustrated. Morale can take a dip, um, and so it's really important that uh, you do it well to really, you know, realize those opportunities that you're going after. Oh, that's great! Yeah, I think sometimes we don't think about that. That we're, hopefully you're making a change to solve a problem or to make something work better or in, to enable the organization to do something it hasn't yet been able to do. And if the change isn't made well, then all of those benefits won't happen. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And maybe the more insidious effect is that if you do change poorly, the next time you want to make a change, you've lost the confidence of your employees. And so, you know, we talk about the flavor of the month and people being skeptical of what management or leadership is trying to do. And, And, you know, people don't have to change. Um, the reason they do it is because they're they're understanding what the benefit is both to the organization and to themselves, and part of that has to do with the trust and the faith that they place in leadership. Yeah. And so if leaders have uh, not done well by them in the past with regard to change, it's just going to be that much harder to do it in the future. Oh man, that's a great point. I, you, and I, everyone has seen organizations where, when a change is proposed, people who have been you know, sort of dropped on their head by changes in the past, just kind of step back and say, yeah, well, we'll just wait for this to. Yeah. You get the eye roll. Blow by. Yeah, exactly. Here we we go again. Here we go again. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And you don't, you, you definitely don't want that lack of credibility to get in the way of making needed change. Yeah. That's helpful. So, so we always promise our listeners practical takeaways, right? So based on your experience, what would you encourage leaders to do to help themselves to become more change capable? Yeah, I mean, we've touched on a couple of these already. Um, the first thing is really, I would say, pick the right change. <laughs> and it's maybe yeah. a flippant way of saying, um, you know, make sure that the change you're going after is addressing a real important problem uh, or opportunity that you're acknowledging. Um, yeah. And the best yeah. way to kind of set the table for adoption down the road is to engage the stakeholders who are feeling that pain or who see that opportunity in helping them define the change. Um, so it's not mm. just kind of 
sitting in a, a back room saying, here's what we need to do. Let's announce it. It's really engaging the people who you're going to need to help you implement the change, um, who understand the challenges that it's going to take to implement the change. Um, so you can, right from the start, uh, begin to define the change in such a way that it's going to be more easily adopted and ultimately then help you, again, capitalize on your opportunity or address the, the problem that's being experienced. I love both those suggestions, so, and they're both very practical. So the first one is, if, if, if you have power and influence on this, make sure that the changes are necessary and will most likely be beneficial, because sometimes people get kind of change mad and they just like, let's change everything. It's like, no, change is hard. So let's make sure that the things we're changing are the, are the right things and the necessary things. An executive once I worked with um, talked about the most difficult thing he does every day is decide what not to do. Yes. And, and so you really have to prioritize what's most important because um, there's only so much change capacity within an organization, uh, even if you are change capable. And so it's yeah. really important to go after those most important things. Yes. And to th- and to, to, to just add to that, and I talk about this some in the book, as you know, that um, you know, when you're thinking about change, you think about feasibility, impact, and timeliness. And then if you're thinking about more than one change at once, as we so often are, think about the feasibility, impact, and timeliness of all of them together. Because one change might be feasible, but then when you are doing two other major changes at the same time, then feasibility just goes out the window. So you really have to think well and holistically about the impact and the feasibility of the changes you're making. And, and furthermore, so I just had a call this morning with a client where they're talking about making an organizational design change at the same time as they're going to change process. Yeah. And so as we talk to the employees about the change, we're not talking about them as two separate things. It's we make the connection about how this one change uh, and the two aspects of it is going to really benefit the organization and those who will be put into the roles um, that are new. Oh, I love that. And that hooks back to the second thing you were saying before about make sure that insofar as possible, you you loop in the people affected and the and the stakeholders. Sometimes there are people who are strong stakeholders who aren't directly affected, but they can really either get in the way of or help the change. And the the more you make those people a part of the process, the the easier it is for you as the maker of change, both to understand what needs to change, but also to help that helps overcome their hesitation when they see, oh, yes, you're asking my point of view. I okay, this is starting to feel easier. This is starting to feel more rewarding. This is starting to feel yeah. more normal, right? That's exactly right. And and so that kind of leads to the second practical takeaway, and that is, you know, really focus on being an effective communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, so once the change is defined with the stakeholders really be clear about what the messaging has to be to help people understand what is expected of them, what the benefits are going to be to them, the whole what's in it for me, um, and do it frequently because uh, sometimes people need to hear a message more than once. Sometimes people don't pay attention until right before the change is about to be made because they have so many other things going on. And so um, if you can be an effective communicator, including listening to the feedback from your employees as you go along, um, you're just much better set up to, uh, oh, to make the success. successful. Yes. yes. Oh, we, I know we could talk for hours longer, but we always promise our listeners we'll keep it short and sweet. <laughs> so thank you so much, Laird. I really appreciate you coming and talking to me. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having yeah. me on.
Well, I love having you as my partner, and I love being able to share your wisdom with our listeners. And listeners, if you'd like to find out more about how Proteus supports clients to change, just go to ProteusLeader.com and choose the leading change topic. And look for my latest book, Change from the Inside Out, coming in October on Amazon and at booksellers everywhere. So thank you for listening. And until next time, here's to creating the life you truly want. We hope you're feeling better equipped to create the career, the business, and the life you want. For more insights and tools for leadership and management, join us at ProteusLeader.com. Have an excellent day. And thanks for listening.